I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm and I run hip hop by the numbers on Twitter. I use hip hop <laughs> statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I am where I, which is, and welcome to the. <laughs> By far the stupidest intro we've ever done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ben came out. I was, I was trying, obviously, trying to figure out the intro, and I'm just like, I, we, we would kind of just like, I have no idea what to do for this, and then just Ben just came through with the. So I tried to go with the flow on 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 freestyle, and I was like, why am I muddling everything? So I kind of went back yeah. and muddled a bit, and then let out a bit, and then, yeah, I kind of... Hi, Ben. How's your week, Ben? What have you been listening to this week? I had a rough week. I've had a really rough week. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of... Only two albums. I might talk about three. Currency Times Few, Spring Clean 2... Uh, definitely one of Currency's lower tier projects. Uh, not on, not on the top tier of uh, Spitter's catalog. I think it's probably actually the bottom rung. Less than two minutes a song. Look, if I were generous, I would call them sketches. If I were being honest, I'd just call them boring. I guess at some point when you drop this much product, something isn't going to hit, and this was the one that didn't hit. Beats are super sleepy on here too. Even the 2000s throwback vibes that occasionally pop up, I felt were unwelcome. So not a a great project from currency um the control deluxe from scissor look man i think that all scissor and td have done with this deluxe is stoke the fires of the fan base who were banging for a new project this just reminded me how freaking strong control is and how peerless scissor was in the 2010s she steps us through a bunch of unenviable circumstances unrequited emotion friends with benefits toxicity they're all delivered in such a delightful way to make you feel entirely at peace with any of your past indiscretions because if scissor says it's okay then it's okay that's the vibe i get from this this you know it's always the vibe i get from scissor she never overplays her voice which is flawless uh it's never a show of vocal strength and i think that allows her to skate even more she kind of dives into pockets on the beats when she needs to get her point across look i really do miss her energy and her perspective on things um just made me miss scissor more like that's all it did this this control deluxe uh you know whether the album comes ne- next week or it never comes scissors legacy is cemented and i think that this deluxe shined a light on exactly why that is the case so yeah charlie not a lot this week what about yourself though um yeah i found a couple um so um i found uh well did find got introduced to uh chasing status um what came before um a few singles i've heard in the past uh well, in the in the recent year, um, uh, such as it rains when it uh, when it rains, uh, fe- featuring Backrow G, um, I forgot I forgot the tracks on their own. I forgot the singles, um, so I kind of went into this pretty fresh. And um, yeah, it's it, it just makes me it just makes me want just no more. It just makes me want to listen to no more idols again. Just how iconic that album was. Um, this is good. It's fine. Um, some really good features. Pip Millet. Um, Unknown T on Run Up, uh, Ira and a couple of tracks, Popcorn and Ira on Sensor, um, and uh, even uh, and obviously Backroad G. Um, 
But when I was listening, there was kind. Of, it's kind of just one of those things where there's. It, it was a good listen. Um, some really good tracks on here. Um, but it's uh, yeah, just just never never really found one. I didn't find that track. I didn't find the track that I'm just like, oh, it's the banger. This is the banger. Um, but they're all solid, so I can't really complain about that. None of them are bad. Um, but yes, yeah, just some half decent chaser status. Can't complain. Um, doing what they do, going a little bit back to the drum and bass roots, but you know, bringing some more um, island flair, obviously with the likes of Ira and uh, and Pop Khan, but then you have Unknown T and Backro G. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, and I, I don't know why this is. This is such a gripe I have, but if you can have features, right? And they do say the features here, but there's also a feature on Mixed Emotions, and it doesn't say there's a feature there. So I'm not sure why they just they just bring in they they say the feature on the track, but don't say the feature on on some as well. Uh, I find that just a bit jarring. I'm just like, if I was that person on the track, I'm just like, well, why didn't you feet, 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 put me on the feature on the, on the track listing? Um, so I don't know, but anyway. Um, and lastly, uh, Namir Blade, uh, Metropolis. Um, Namir Blade, uh, who's on uh, Mellow Music Group. Um, I've heard things. I remember, I remember Imaginary Everything from last year being uh, for. Uh, I don't, I don't remember listening to it. I don't think I listened to it. Uh, but I remember people gassing up. And um, but yeah, it's this Metropolis, and um, it's very, uh, it's very. Uh, esoteric it's very just aesthetically and from what goes on from track to track it's very abstract that's the word I'm looking for it's very abstract um you can't you can't ever uh pop a shot by saying it's too much of the same thing because every every track is different uh ride is a really good track for, for me personally I like drive as well um it kind of starts off weird but then it gets into it halfway through and so it's really nice uh guts versus Griffith uh, excuse me, uh, but yeah, there's some decent tracks on here. Um, can't really explain much more than that. It's just very esoteric. There's a lot of you know trap beats, uh, but it also a lot of uh, beat switches as well from track to track um, within the track as well. You just don't know where it's gonna go. Um, so yeah, shout out to Namir Blade, keeping it fresh. Um, if 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 anything else, keeping it fresh. And we'll be into our topic for this week, uh, which is um, just one of our conversations that we have now and again. The, you know, one of those existential conversations uh, uh, where uh, it takes us a while to get down to nitty gritty. Um, we kind of had this conversation. I think it was last week. Um, uh, don't I don't remember last week. I don't remember the recording. Doesn't exist to me uh, for 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 whatever reason. Don't know why. Um, but we see we were, if I remember correctly, we were talking about. Uh, kind of anonymity in uh, social media and specifically to meme culture we were kind of linking it to that and how you know when you see a meme you don't know whether it's fresh you don't know whether it came from that account uh, you don't know who runs that account um, and it obviously applies the same to uh, hip-hop twitter where you see uh, people with Bart Simpson avies or Shrek avies. Um, not, not, not. Um, you know, mentioning anybody specific. You literally you see just something. mention people specific. <laughs> not mention anyone specific except the two people I just specifically mentioned. That's the joke, Ben. Thanks. So, okay, sorry. Yes. Um, oh, that yeah. was that was one of those Eminem bars. See, see, you needed to tell us it was a joke like Eminem does because I, <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't get there. I wasn't smart enough. Ah, uh, went over your head. Um, 
so yes, uh, that that <laughs> anonymity in internet in the internet is kind of a th- obviously you know why the internet is the internet in a lot of ways. Um, but you know, Ben wants to have a conversation about it, so we're having a conversation about it. So with that said, Ben, where do you want to begin? Well, let's start with you uh, talk about, like, I'm very curious to see your perspective and, and listen to you talk about it, because I think you're 100% right, you know, there are some things that you read on the internet, some things that you read on Instagram and memes that you see, and you're kind of like, mm, I really, really hope you're not just some white kid who's 16 years old sitting at home in front of their computer, because that is really, uh, sometimes they're just racially charged memes, and it's like, you can't you know, and that's that's Charlie's point, and I want to drill down into that because, you know, obviously the uh, the internet anonymity is a safety mechanism a lot of the time. Like my perspective on this whole thing is a lot of people have been critical of, especially hip hop Twitter users of hiding behind avies and not coming out, not telling us who they are, what they look like, what what race they are, you know, all these things. It's very difficult to do that. Let's put it that way. I have done it early as hip hop numbers because. My account was always set up to speak on hip-hop and to gain followers. The whole point of my account was I wanted followers. I wanted a following. And I don't think I'm, I wasn't comfortable with people not knowing who I was. So from the start on Instagram, I was always posting my face up. But a lot of these other accounts, they're just accounts. They're just people like everyone. They've like my personal account. And all of a sudden, they've got 100,000 followers because people are sharing their, their takes. They, they like their takes or they hate their takes, whatever reason. So I'm conflicted under those circumstances because, you know, these aren't people, and I've spoken to these people, these aren't people who set out to gain a following and have hundreds of thousands of followers. These are people who just wanted to talk about hip-hop. They just wanted their personal account. They just wanted to chat about things, and they blew up. So is it important for those people to not be anonymous when 99.9% of everyone else that we, we interact with is anonymous? Like, I'm going through my replies, right? To any tweet and do, do I need to know who these people are I don't fucking need to know who these people are. I don't care I'm gonna respond to the comment explicitly but I'm not gonna go through every single reply and say uh, oh you know who are you what's your name what's your race how old are you where do you come from how how did you come to this conclusion but then we're holding these other accounts who just blew up it's not like they you know they were just in replies at 1.2 they were the exact same as these people they didn't court this following now they have this following so now we're at- attaching this extra um, level of like uh, you know we have to see them we have to know who they are now I'm not necessarily li- leaning on one side of the fence or the other but I'm just saying I know how freaking hard it can be to expose yourself and to open yourself up um, your appearance the way you talk your voice bro we get fucking eviscerated online every single day like every single day people are just hammering us for god knows what the way we look the way we sound the takes we have uh claiming that we're you know in contradiction with something we said a year ago people are using the advanced search function to pull up old tweets it's fucking intense it's super intense now if someone says i don't want people to look at my face and then have extra ammunition against me what am i going to say i'm not going to say I think you need to put your face out there. I'm going to say that makes perfect sense to me. But on the flip side, someone like me, I think I needed to have put my face out there early because I run an account called Hip Hop Numbers. This is an outlet. It is a, the whole point of it was not me just posting up takes. 
it was me trying to gain a following. And so I put my face out there from the very, from the rip, from the jump. And I think that that's a, that's a different, if you're looking to gain a following, kind of feel like you do need to be less anonymous and put yourself out there so we know who's behind the account. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the obvious answer is, um, it's, uh, I mean, there isn't really an answer to should everyone not be anonymous? Should we know everybody uh, specifically? It's a choice, uh, first and foremost. It's a choice to decide uh, whether to have your name on something, to have your face on something, uh, to have your opinion on something. Um, You know, some people use the internet as a tool to recreate themselves. Um, the metaverse, you know, stuff like that. That's where the that's where we're going, um, in the grand scheme of things. Where, you know, you don't you you constantly create an avatar for yourself, um, and it doesn't have to be exactly like you, um, and you know, this obviously uh, another wrinkle towards this. Um, I don't think you mentioned was, you know, brands, right? Evil Numbers is a brand in some fashion. Exactly. Right? It's an outlet. Um, you know, that's and the thing. It's an outlet. There you go. That's a better word for it. So it's a... <laughs> the Rolling Stone is an outlet, right? But when we see top 200 hip-hop albums, greatest hip-hop albums, we, we shit on the Rolling Stone. We don't shit on the writers that wrote about those 200 albums. Um, maybe they did... Maybe they had all of the hand in it and Rolling Stone was just a platform for it yet we shout on Rolling Stone because it was on Rolling Stone right so where does the blame come for that specific thing so there's that's a, that's also an angle towards the uh, the conversation of anonymity and obviously we're a hip hop podcast so we're trying to link it more towards you know hip hop twitter and hip hop in general um you know, I feel like a lot of rappers and a lot of artists, um, you know, talk about this in some way. You know, keyboard warriors, Twitter fingers, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, we've heard many, many a lyric about those kind of things, and you know, it makes sense. But then again, what else do? What else are we going to? Um, it's a necessary evil. Let's. I think that's kind of where I come down on the concept of anonymity. Um, you know, I, I, and it kind of, and like I said um, during the lighter note last week, um, there's a lot of times where that, that the peak, the peak moment for me was learning about the IG account Daquan, um, which was initially started by I think like a Canadian, uh, a Canadian hyphenate with something, an African country specifically, uh, so you know. A black guy, a black kid, I think, right? A teenager, if I remember correctly. And then it was bought out by a company, and then that was that company, right? And then it got bought out again, and it's it was it's called Dequan. They haven't renamed it, not Dequan by this company, right? It's not like that. It's Dequan, and it has and it gives off the vibe. It still has the avi of the black kid, and that's it. That's all you get. Right, you don't get in the but you don't get in the bio that is owned by this company, whatever. You don't get that. You just get Dequan and some statistics on how good they are. Right, <laughs> it doesn't change, and that's the shit that jars me. Um, 
I'm for everybody being, uh, you know, anonymous uh, or or even create a completely whole new, um, a whole new person, right? You know, the the con that concept of creating a character for yourself is, you know, is is what we do in a lot of a lot of ways, not just the internet, video games, uh shit some people do it in life some people go some people go a lot of specifically. people do. some people go to certain places and they dress differently and they and if they're and if someone strikes up a conversation with them for the first time they say they're a different name and lo and behold an alter ego is created you know it's not just film and tv where you know people create or, or you know anything any art form where they create a persona shit man <laughs> like you know, your old Drew, for example. If you bumped into him, you wouldn't know he's your old Drew, would you? Oh, careful! Um, Why not? Well, well, you know now, but like back in back then, when he was back before, uh, everyone thought he was Nas in literally Nas. You wouldn't know, and he decided at some point that he wasn't going to do that, go down that route. Why? Maybe there's an interview about it. I don't know. I haven't looked up, but, but it was just a thing that came out of my head. So I was trying to link it back to your fault, um, but yeah, you know it's it's. But I mean, those are the reasons. But what's the what's the downside? Like, what's the what's the argument against creating the persona? Because I mean, this is this is this is the internet. Like, yeah, of course, everyone's creating a persona. I mean, the, the, you could argue sure. that who who is really being themselves at any point. Like, you know, that the too. only time that we're too. really ourselves is when we're alone. So, you <laughs> exactly. know. Like yeah, what's the what's the yeah. downside though? Because those are the upsides, and those are the those are the that's why it's prevalent. Well, that definite fact aside, that you know we all are we all act different unless we're alone. We're only our true selves when we're alone. That aside, um, <clears throat> I mean the negatives, I guess, are more that um, it's it can it can stem to. Um, it can stem to some sort of uh, distrust, I guess. Um, trust um, towards, I mean, if if it's two people towards towards two people. So, like I said, uh, I had some form of trust with a Daquan page, IG page, right? And then I stopped having trust towards it, and then I completely just stopped following it because it was because I just realised this part of just some media company doing shit. And peddling, um, and peddling black memes. Like it's just weird. It's nasty. just weird. It it's fucking it. nasty, is what it is. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's just it's nasty. It's weird. It just doesn't. It doesn't fit right. It just doesn't fit. Um. So you know, an element of trust, I think, is there. Uh, is is needed. Um, in a lot of ways, and you know, some people are kind of kind of just go across it as you know, it's just how the game goes, right? So you believe a Bart Simpson avatar, regardless, or you believe a uh, whatever avatar, right? Um, a little Uzi avatar, a Kendrick avatar, a J Cole avatar, an Eminem avatar. You know, they give they give what they give what they want to give, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, so and you have to either decide whether you fuck with it or not. Trust obviously comes from a, a a higher level when they're giving you know information, some sort of sourcing, you know, journalistic integrity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We can get down that road if you want. Um, but for me, I think the negative 
in a lot of ways is just uh, eliminating trust um, in something. And uh, I guess it's a matter of just seeing it as it doesn't, it's not that deep. And that's kind of, I guess, where a lot of people come down on this, where it's just, it's not that deep. Um, you see a, you see a Uzi avatar, it's not that deep. If they, if they're, they're fans of Uzi, that's kind of all people see it as. So, you know, if you if you're fine with that, you're fine with that. Um, but I think that's, I think that's at least one negative that people come across. Um, I'm trying to think of others, uh, but <laughs> uh, I can't, my mind's drawing a blank. But I'm sure, I'm sure you have a couple, uh, some sort. Like hip hop is a okay. The other side of my argument, saying that you know people Bias. are on their personal accounts and just blowing up. And you know how? Why? Why should they then expose himself? Uh, I, I do think that there is information that needs to be out there about who you are, to because if if you're starting to have an influence uh, and you're starting to have an influence on opinion, especially in hip hop, then people need to know where that opinion is coming from, where that influence is coming from. I mean, my opinion, my influence is coming from Sydney, Australia. Okay, that is completely different than if I were living in Brooklyn, New York. I'm not gonna, you know, I did not grow up in a hip hop country. I did not grow up amongst um, hip hop listeners. I grew up amongst people who listen to fucking pub rock. So people need to know that. Like people need to understand where I'm coming from. People need to understand that, you know, my opinions are and and my perspectives are, I wouldn't say tainted, but they're certainly not going to be as knowledgeable as someone else. And I think the frustration then comes out where people who have shitloads more knowledge. And this is the frustration with hip-hop Twitter in general, I think. You know, there's a lot of very basic takes, a lot of very boring conversations, a lot of, um, like, just almost total lack of knowledge of hip-hop pre, like, 2015. And that's really frustrating for people. And it's kind of like revisionist history a lot of the time, where people are saying these things, people with hundreds of thousands of followers are saying these things. And hundreds of thousands of people are reading them. You know, they're getting six, seven hundred thousand impressions, millions of impressions at times. And that's, you know, these are the younger generation of people who are now coming up on these opinions. So this becomes their source of knowledge now. You know, back in the day, our sources of knowledge were the source, Double XL, you know, Mojo, Rolling Stone magazine. As much as I love to shit on Rolling Stone, I used to buy their magazine all the time. Our sources of knowledge were journalists. You know, we didn't have social media we weren't like born in the crucible of social media we weren't exposed to all these ridiculous opinions from people but nowadays that those sources of knowledge have changed and you know if we're using eminem as an example i get eminem stands in my dms or in my mentions all the time just telling me objectively wrong statistics statistics that they've read on some eminem fan page like you know it's saying that eminem had sold 1.3 million pure copy or album copies this year he hasn't. There's no statistic that backs that up. That doesn't exist. That is not a thing. But hundreds of Eminem fans got into me for not including him on a list. Now they've got this little community of people now who all believe this alternate version that is not true. And this is the whole problem. I am a source of knowledge. They're a source of knowledge. Like where the fuck are the sources of knowledge? And that's... and and. Who is behind these sources of knowledge? Who are these people? Now, if you see the person behind that Eminem stand account telling you that piece of knowledge, and it's just some person, they tell you that they've done, if they expose themselves and say, I've done no research except read this headline somewhere, somewhere else on the internet. Now you can make an informed decision. I'm going to run with hip hop numbers. I'm not going to run with Eminem stand clan or whoever tweeted that thing out. But we're not getting that. 
We're, ne- we're very, very rarely are we getting that. We're not getting accountability. We're not getting people saying, oh, my knowledge might not be uh, complete on this. We're getting people who are just like throwing takes out there. Like this is the way it is. This is the way it is. And I think this is the problem with social media in general. It's such a fucking, um, you know, battle royale in there. Like you can't concede. You can't tell people, oh, I was wrong here or my knowledge was lacking here because people come in with their whole fucking chest off rip. So if you're coming in and fighting immediately and saying this is how it is, 10 minutes later, you can't pull back and say, oh, hang on a sec, I fucked up because you're just going to get fucking piled on. So I think that that's the problem with the the, the anonymity side of it is people are uh, looking to these accounts as, you know, discussion sources, sources of information, sources of knowledge, and we have no idea who these people are. We don't know what their level of knowledge is. We don't know how old they are. We don't know what era of hip-hop they grew up in. We don't know how many albums they've listened to. They may have listened to Travis Scott, Playboy Cardi, and Kanye West their entire life, and they've got 150,000 followers because they post hot takes, and then they start posting album reviews, and they start po- And it's just like, where is this, like... What is this? How are you, you know, how are you impacting my opinion? Should I be listening to it all? Do, do, do you have a perspective that I should even care about? And that's where it gets a little bit murky, you know, and I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that I don't fuck with social media in terms of being a source of knowledge. As someone who tries to be a source of knowledge, I do not fuck with social media. It's a horrible source of knowledge compared to what we had back in the day. Mm. We had fucking liner notes, bro. We used to buy the CDs and read the liner notes. I remember I got rinsed once by um, Crooked Eye, and I tweeted out that Eminem produced 80% of Slaughterhouse's debut album or something around that. And Slaughterhouse, me- uh, sorry, Crooked Eye messaged me. He's like, bro, you have no fucking idea what was going on back then. You weren't in the studios with us. And I said to him, I apologize, but all I can really go off is the official credits, and if it says it in the official credits, and that's... You know, I'm at least using official credits. You think about I'm still one step removed from the actual, what actually happened in that room, what what that actual statistic is. Now imagine someone even a level below who doesn't read liner notes, who doesn't go on Genius, who doesn't check official credits, and then they're saying shit. Like, I don't fuck with that, and I find that really difficult to, to reconcile. I don't know how, you know, it's, it's very hard to take those opinions seriously when I don't know where they're from. Yeah, you make plenty of good points um, on top of that, and I echo most of them. Um, I do feel uh, as a as a, as a zooming out um, scope of thinking, um, I do think that there is a problem, uh, like you said, a problem with anonymity in so as accountability. Um, when you, like you mentioned with the Eminem, uh, Stan account that has you know plenty of accounts of its nature, but for some reason that one has a hundred k followers. That's a lot. That's an ecosystem, um, in in a, in a in a big way. Um, regardless of what you think, regardless if you ever see their tweets, it doesn't matter. Um, there's the amount of times I get comp- I get very surprised and just dumbfounded of tripping up on you know an ecosystem, right? I've recently just started, like, hopping back on, like, Reddit. I've had an account for, like, seven years, but I never actually used it. Um, so, I kind of, I've been hopping on, I've been hopping in and out on it for the past, like, year or so. And it's crazy how, 
you know how, how it's crazy how just uh you know there are just so many communities um there and i've never you know you've, you've never heard of them until you actually look them up um and that's very fascinating um and it's the same with twitter um twitter kind of gives off an essence of being a little more little more packed in right um that where you can trip up on an account or on a popular account and you're just like what's this and then you know then you're in um it's less it's less opportunity to trip up on stuff on reddit um but twitter has a very big ability for if you know for hip-hop i I don't follow many hip-hop twitter accounts i really don't um i I really don't follow many but for some reason i see them i I know who they are and obviously that's because of my proximity to ben obviously but um you know regardless if ben was uh in close proximity to me or not i probably would have seen him at some point um so you know that, that kind of goes for just how twitter works and how social media works um in general but yeah um in a in another zoom out way of thinking i think i want to add upon um you kind of had just had a a point obviously about sourcing and um journalism and stuff like that i do think that's a and obviously journalism is just you know trafficking in information and figuring out what's true and what's not <clears throat> and you know and uh and uh, providing the information in a package, in an edible package, so the people can see and they can make their own opinions on it. That's in the heart what's journalism supposed to be. But when you see the likes of, um, <laughs> uh, there was a funny, there was a funny moment um, hopping into sports right quick. Um, there was a, there's a sports commentator in America called Stephen A. Smith. You, you've probably seen a meme of him. Um and yeah, the dude's hella you know just entertained in general. But um, you know he's a journalist, but he kind of makes his money as you know the as a boisterous media personality, right? Um, but he came on his show first take, and um, one time he mentioned a story that was actually originating from an account on Twitter called Bullsack Sports. I kid you not, the dude took a source from Bullsack Sports. <laughs> And and parroted it out to the masses, and when people cl- and, and some people clocked onto it, and it quickly became uh it quickly became just uh, flagged up as hey that's that's not true like you literally uh, you may have got it from cert- from you know different places but the source was Bullsack Sports and you should have done your due diligence on that but then here you are on a national TV show saying something about a player. Um, in relation to another player, and it's completely false, and it's from an account called Bullsack Sports of all places. Hey, man, that happens on hip hop Twitter nearly every fucking day. I swear, like <laughs> just of just of just somebody um taking this thing that they saw on Twitter or they saw on IG. And it's just uh, and you're just like, where did you where did you get that from? And a lot of them don't. At least with football Twitter, something that has been pissing me off in the past week or so is the litany of transfer rumours and nothing actually happening. But Welcome. at least Welcome with those football that. accounts, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> at least those football uh, I mean, you're getting Richarlison, you're good. But, um, you know, Allegedly. at least with those football we getting accounts, bes- bruv. We were getting Bastoni a week ago. Everyone's like, yeah, Bastoni's <laughs> a done deal. And then a week later, yeah, no, nah, Bastoni was never coming, bro. That is, <laughs> that is transfer talk. Hilarious. Hilarious. But even with that, bro, even with that, at least most of those come with actual sourcing, from what I see anyway. At least it says via or hat tip. I see that. I don't get that shit anywhere with hip or Twitter 
And that is worrying. Um, like you said, liner notes, a bare bones, a bare bones way of looking shit up. And obviously, you know, people can't just cop up cop the vinyl and then have a look at the liner notes or whatever. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a, pl- I'm sure you can search them up on the internet somehow. Of course somehow, you can. Right? It's everywhere. Yeah, sure, I mean, yeah. fucking Google's got them. Like Genius has got them. It's not hard to find the notes. Sure. Right. There you go. So you know, reasonably easy to find. But you know, people just don't take that step, and that's kind of worrying. Um, and I guess it's more about and and when it coming back to the conversation around anonymity. Um, I think that's just more um, combining both of those things. I think it's obviously a negative for anonymity there because people can't just people just lie sometimes, and you can't you don't get shout. You, you may get you may get ratioed, I guess, but what's a ratio? It's not <laughs> it's not jail sentence or anything. Not saying people should be jailed for some shit for lying, but you know it's. No, no repercussions for it. No repercussions for it. And I don't think reputation. Uh, actually, I want to have this conversation. Reputation, regardless of whether they're anonymous or not, Ben. What's the conversation around reputation here? Because I feel like you, as a member of, as a genuine member of hip hop Twitter, and me more on the outskirts of it, looking in, I see you as a reputable place for what you do. But a lot of these hip hop Twitter accounts, you know, they can't, they they really blur the line between opinion and, you know, journalistic integrity, for lack of a better phrase. So, what is it about? It does reputation even exist here when we see a hip when we see a hip hop Twitter account chat absolute garbage for twenty four seven? but still get followers and still get people engaging with them and they're able to, you know, get money from these people. Yes. Uh with what with whatever, right? <laughs> it does reputation even exist when it when when combining with anonymity. I mean you have to remember that we we get money. We make money from this shit. So like that's a whole other conversation. Oh fuck you. Audac- Audacity's on my shit list, man. We dropped down to recording volume 16. Stop. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, right? All right, stop doing that audacity. Um, look, man, we make money from this shit. I, I, I know how much money these people make. I, I'm, I'm not going to blow everyone's spot up, but uh, I certainly don't make as much money as other people are making because they turn a lot of stuff down. But, like, people are making money from this stuff, and it's just opinions, man. It's just hot takes. And I think... It's difficult with reputation. I think if you go into the... Like, first thing you'll know, first thing I will tell you is that when a tweet gets over, like, 5,000 likes, most big accounts are muting notifications immediately on that. There's no point being part of that conversation anymore. That conversation has uh, transcended you. It exists separate of you. It doesn't matter. All you did was Facilla. Because you fulfilled the ta- you fulfilled the task. You you've made something you've done it. You've like, created the conversation. The you don't responded need to Responded to shit doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I I tweeted out that uh, Nas calls Jay-Z gay 10 times on Ether. That's literally the tweet, right? And I didn't need to say a thing. I just re- removed myself from that conversation because the conversation was interesting. Don't get me wrong. 
But the thing is that uh, it does not matter anymore. The reputation of the account doesn't matter. It's like people want to be in these conversations. It's the conversation they want to be a part of. It's not that they need to agree with everything an account says. It's not that the account needs to be credible or post up like actual factual information. You know, academics posted up fake numbers about Coyle Ray's first week sales. Yes, there are only 2,000 sales off, but she only sold 11K. So saying she sold less than 10K or whatever he said, um, and, and my numbers might not be 100% accurate, but he was definitely wrong. Like he posted the wrong numbers and the right numbers existed. It's not like he was posting a projection, a projection or what he thought was gonna happen. The same source that we both use, Hits Daily Double, had already posted the numbers and he posted wrong numbers and no one gave a shit because all they wanted to do was be part of the conversation. When I posted up, these numbers are false. Everyone's like, who the fuck cares? It was 2K off and she flopped anyway. So the conversation, look at the two parts of that whole thing. The numbers and the conversation. The conversation is Coilerae flopped. People just wanted to be part of that. They didn't care about the actual facts of the matter. They did not care at all. It does not matter. If the facts or some concoction of the facts get us to the conversation, it doesn't matter how you got there. People are over here now, they don't care about what's going on over here. They do not care. And so reputation doesn't really matter. I mean, the only reputation you need is that you're facilitating large conversations and making people feel included and bringing people into this ecosystem of opinion and fighting each other you know like if you go on my feed right now on my notification feed it'll just be people tearing shreds off each other sometimes from tweets you know three four days ago i'll i'll see replies and i'll just be like wait what when when was this and it'll be like a week ago and people are just destroying each other in the mentions and it's not even about my statistics in the end it's it's not about the death of the third verse it's like now someone's attacking me because they're like well there were still third verses so the third verse can't be dead so then someone attacks them and then then they attack them and then it's just like if it you know it keeps going and going and going and so I genuinely don't think the reputation, like, you know, you look at the SK's tweet the other day about Kid Cudi and someone brought up that a year ago he said that Kid Cudi gets too much hate and then all of a sudden he said Kid Cudi fell off. And like, yeah, but who the fuck? Yes, his trailer for a fucking Netflix show dropped literally a few days ago. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I mean, Kid, Kid Cudi's not falling off. Like, that is a silly... But again, that tweet got what? 14,000 likes or something and I I DM SK and said bro like don't even worry about the replies do not worry about the replies seriously man like what that convers- what that tweet did was start a really interesting conversation about Kid Cudi it doesn't matter who tweeted it it doesn't matter what they tweeted a year ago it doesn't matter what they tweeted a week ago no one gives a shit we're talking about the death of the third verse in on Twitter today bro no one cares about what happened three days ago there is, like, in 2022, top 10 hip-hop albums are averaging 1.99 verses per song. It's dipped under two verses a song. No one cares. No one can even be bothered to listen to a three-minute song. They're not going to give a shit what you tweeted last week. They only care about the conversation right now. And so there's no, uh, you know, there's no incentive for these big accounts once they get big to reveal their identity. The only way, the only reason you would do it is to get bigger. And you will get bigger that way because if you actually give people something and then you can start trading on reputation. You know, someone like Fantano, yes, he creates and facilitates discussion, but there's not, it's very difficult to have a discussion on in a YouTube comment section 
The YouTube comment section is not fun in comparison to Twitter or Instagram. It is an unpleasant place to have a conversation. It's very difficult. Notifications don't really work too well. So yes, Fantano is facilitating discussion, but he has a reputation that people either agree with him or disagree or they're interested in what he has to say because he's attached a face. He's attached a persona to his brand. Now that is when you're gonna start supercharging. You know, if you look at someone like Sean C, I, I personally love Sean C. I don't agree with everything he says, but I think he's deeply intelligent. And I think the way he analyzes things so quickly and so succinctly, I don't think anyone else is doing it the way that Sean C is doing it. But he has, what, 800,000 subs on YouTube. You're not going to get to 800,000 subs anonymously. You know, even, um, you know, there are accounts that we, we look at that are anonymous, but they're giving their opinion all the time. Yes, we don't know what they look like, but they're actually giving us their personal opinion. They're not just giving us some like, which Travis Scott album is better or Tyler the Creator will be on the same level as Drake in a few years. Bro, those, that's not giving me your opinion. You're not giving me anything of yourself. You're giving me something you read on the internet two weeks ago and you wanted to bring it back because it went viral two weeks ago. Everyone's already forgotten about it, so let's make it go viral again. That's all that's happening under those circumstances. So if you do wanna to get to the next level, now you have to and attach a reputation to it. Now you actually have to put your chest into it and say, this is who I am, these are my opinions, right or wrong, and you have to be consistent when that happens. That's when you can't be tweeting something that you tweeted the exact opposite of a week ago. That's when you actually have to be consistent. There's a complete difference. Like if you're just facilitating discussion, no one gives a shit what you tweeted a week ago. I don't care. I couldn't care less. So in some ways, is that a benefit to anonymity? Because I feel like you mentioned obviously Sean and Anthony and obviously people know their faces, right? That's the, it is, is a, is a face card reputation in some ways, because I don't see, I don't, I don't have any, opinion towards the in, the an, anonymity in hip hop twitter uh when it comes to uh reputation i'm not i'm sorry i'm not looking at <laughs> i'm not looking at account a as a reputable source reputable source for what chatting shit like <laughs> <laughs> shit posting like who who cares you know what i mean i'm not i'm not looking i'm not you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It, it, there's a reputation element towards you know something like Anthony reviewing shit because he's putting his objective opinion on it, regardless if you think it's objective or not. Whatever, well, that's, that's for you to decide. That's the point of how we see uh, thought leaders, right? In to, to use um, media jargon parlance, but um, you know, people. I don't see hip hop Twitter as thought leaders, but I do. I'm but. But you do, not for me, and a lot of people do. Not not leading my thought, but certainly leading the <laughs> thoughts of a lot of people. Exactly. So you, you, may, you I was I was just about to make that point. Uh. So when it is is I don't care, but a lot of people do. So I guess in my mind, that's the main issue towards all this that people stake, uh, that that not stake, but people starve for reputation uh of somebody i don't know if that's how i feel i worded that weirdly but people look for reputation uh look for reputable places but the but the reason for them is just weird to me like i don't care about somebody's opinion uh in in that fashion 
uh, if they're just posting hot takes, they're posting hot takes. I don't, you know, it's what it is. Are they putting their face on it? Are they putting anything on it? No, because it's Twitter. And like you said, people, it's words. People, and while I, while I highly value the concept of words, right, and hold that dear to me, shit, man, it, there's, there's a, words can be low quality as fuck, and if it ain't, it ain't low quality on social media, then shit, man, uh, it's, 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 it, it don't matter, it, 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 I mean, but then again, it does matter, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a vortex right now, help me, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm in a vortex, because it doesn't matter, but it also does matter, you know and what that's matters? the thing that's, I think it's fucking me up right now. You know why it matters? It, look, there's two conversations I'm having this morning. Uh, one is about Bad Bunny, as always. Bad Bunny's not a rapper. How are you having okay. deep conversations at 7am? Because <laughs> I've been up since four, so like... <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, yesterday people said that I included Bad Bunny on a list of rappers only to discredit Eminem. So... Look, that's an easy conversation for me to have because I'm just going to... I can easily know that you've not listened to any yeah. Bad Bunny. You don't know anything about hip-hop or, or rap or anything. You've not done any research. You've not even just Googled... Ooh, if you just Google the words Bad Bunny, the first 10 results will list him as a rapper. First, before a singer. So, like, I can't... There's no point in me having that conversation with you because you're obviously an idiot and you haven't done any extra research and your opinion is invalid. But if I'm tweeting about the death of the third verse and someone's coming to me and saying, well, the third verse still exists occasionally, so how could it possibly be dead? I need to understand where that perspective is coming from before I engage in a conversation with you. Because if you've only been listening to hip-hop for the last five years, of course you would have no understanding of what the concept of a third verse is because you didn't grow up on the third verse. You know, Charlie and I grew up in the 80s, uh, sorry, the 90s and the 2000s, where the third verse was fucking critical. Whoever got the last verse on a song was super intense. Like, we grew up on Sing for the Moment, Many Men, you know, 99 Proms third verse, the criminal third verse, like, incredible. World is yours third verse, these insane third, the, the concept of the third verse, Scarface on This Can't Be Life. The concept of the third verse is you tie up the first two verses are setting the scene and the third verse ties the whole thing up. It it brings the narrative together. It roots it in a real world consequence or whatever I'd say. You know, the things I said in my video, which is great. You should go watch my video. It's incredible. But like it does not exist. That concept doesn't exist in mainstream hip hop anymore. That's not the way it is. If there's a third verse, it's because there's a featured artist or two featured artists. You know, 20% of songs having a third verse, one in every five, that is that. The third verse is dead at that point, bro. There's no fucking way that the third verse as a concept exists. It's only, and I've gone through, and again, now I need to know where you're coming from from this perspective, because you know exactly where I'm coming from. I'm coming from having gone through with a fine tooth comb over 6,000 songs by hand and counting out how many verses are in the song. I've said that. I've told people where this data set comes from and what, what's in the data set. So how the fuck can I have a conversation with someone who hasn't done that? How could I have a conversation with someone who whose favorite album is Astro World and they started listening to hip-hop in 2017? Your opinion on whether the third verse is dead or not is entirely invalid. You can have it. You're welcome to it. Everyone on Twitter gets an opinion, but it doesn't mean anything. It's pointless because it's wrong. 
Like you can say, well, I could, and I said this to them, you know, 5% of songs, let's say, had a fourth verse. Are you saying that the fourth verse is a concept now? The fourth verse isn't dead? The fourth verse is still alive? Exactly. It's a stupid argument. So that's when that anonymity becomes a problem, I think. That's when I need to know who I'm discussing it with so that I can either dip and leave the conversation because this is just pointless. You're not going to have enough knowledge to even have a conversation about this. So I need to I need to save my time, not waste my time and dive into this conversation. Or are you someone who has a shitload of knowledge, possibly way more knowledge than me, that I want to have a conversation with you? Because the problem is you can't tell that from the, you know, how strongly people make their arguments. You just can't tell that from that, unfortunately. You have no idea because everyone makes their argument just as strongly as everyone else. If you make your argument not too like not strongly enough, people are just going to hammer you. Even if you're right, even if you have way more knowledge than they do, they're just going to eviscerate you and tell you you're wrong. So like, that's when I think anonymity is 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 a problem because I mean, as we say, hip hop Twitter is a source of knowledge. I'm providing like I'm I'm also when I say I'm a source of knowledge, when I jump into replies, I'm carrying that responsibility in my replies. So when I'm like, when someone's attacking me and saying that the third verse isn't dead because still 20% of songs have a third verse, I then need to tell you and I need to convey as a source of knowledge that that opinion is incorrect. And this is actually my point. This is why the third verse is dead. So I need to know, is there any point in me having a conversation with this person? Because do I need to bring knowledge? Like it's it's very, it's it's difficult, man. It's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult situation, but that's my problem with anonymity. I understand why people are anonymous, but I really would like to know where you're coming from when you make these points. I really would like to know where you read this information. You know, to say that Bad Bunny isn't a rapper, shut the fuck up. Seriously, bro, shut the fuck up, bro. This is, this is stupid. But with stuff like that, for example, that comes out of just general ignorance, right? Where... I I don't willful I don't, ignorance I personally... because if you Google bad bite like yeah. it's willful everyone ha- everyone yeah. owns Google don't we can't act like people <laughs> don't have fucking they can't type shit into a search engine that has all the answers for them already like it's willful ignorance and at that point is it even ignorance it's actually just a lie at that point it's not willful sure. ignorance because they know and everyone replying to that person said yes like they didn't even get. Uh, you know, upset. They're just like, yes, Bad Bunny is a rapper. It is objective. It's the same way as you would say Travis Scott or Eminem is a rapper. They're they're rappers. Okay, just get the fuck over it. So it's not even willful ignorance or any kind of ignorance. It is just a lie at that point. But then it kind of just gets into um, what? Well, why one that one account, right? And like you said, it's more about. Where did you get that from, and why? And also, why are you lying, right? But there could be that, like I said, with ecosystems, you don't know most of these ecosystems exist, right? There's plenty of ecosystems that we just haven't seen before. There are people with m- m- millions of followers on something on some account, and we have never heard of them. It is what it is, right? So when you have somebody like that with a lie in mind and willful coming out of willful ignorance, most likely that is a, a, a majority opinion somewhere close to you that you're just you just got a blind spot to, right? And with that said, 
is it a lost cause on that front to actually correct, to actually uh, have a dialogue with uh, per- with a person with a lie stemming out of willful ignorance? Well, I mean, in that instance with Bad Bunny, that that explicit. That's a very nihilistic example. question, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, I understand that. I fucking love nihilism. Is, is there any point to anything? <laughs> But I think with respect to the Bad Bunny question, yeah, it is it is pointless because, you know, you saw the response. People just came in and said, yes, he is a rapper. But with the death of the third verse, there is actually a reason for, you know, having that conversation. Because, again, as we say, hip-hop, hip-hop Twitter is a source of knowledge. And if I'm setting myself up as a source of knowledge and I know that most of my followers probably didn't go up in the 90s, they probably didn't go up in the early 2000s, they probably don't remember the importance of the third verse, they probably don't remember you know, that those kind of conversations that people had around third verses back then, then I do have to jump into the replies and explain my position. That's why I made a whole video about it. I didn't make a whole video about Bad Bunny being a rapper, but I will make a whole video about the death of the third verse. And that's why people are so interested in this concept. You know, that's why I was being interviewed for it because it's a real thing. It's not, you know, it's it's a genuine trend in hip hop that people from a certain generation are very worried about. They, they're they very aware of it. They're very cognizant of it. So I think it's about picking your battles. It's understanding when to engage, when it's valuable to engage, when it's even necessary to engage. Because sometimes it is necessary to engage. Absolutely. Sometimes people are saying some wild shit and you have to immediately stamp that out because those narratives, like the Bad Bunny isn't a rapper thing. That's not a narrative that um, anyone's going to give a shit about outside of... Eminem stands for that five seconds when they think that it's affecting their favorite artist. But if someone comes out and says, no, Eminem should be on this list because he actually sold 1.3 million this week and that, or this year, that tweet blows up. Now people believe that. I mean, look at the whole, um, you know, a great example is the DMX thing. You know, DMX apparently, allegedly for 20 years was the first rapper to have two number one albums in, in, in the same calendar year. That's false. That is false. But how many times have you heard that narrative? Tupac yeah, did it. What? Mm-hmm. Tupac fucking did it in 96. But that narrative around DMX has persisted and persisted. It's on his fucking Wikipedia page. It has been around for 20 years because someone came up with it. Someone published it in the source or XXL or Rolling Stone or Mojo or one of these Q, one of these magazines. One, some journalist wrote it and everyone ran with it. And someone had to stop it at the time. Someone had to say right then, no, 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 no. Some editor had to do with their due diligence and do their research and say, no, no, you've just missed something here. It's okay to miss things. But like when someone comes in and says Eminem sold 1.3 million copies this year and he should be on this list, I have to immediately respond with, no, he should not. Because there is absolutely no official source saying this is true. This is this is false information. This is a lie. Because otherwise that narrative will spread and people will believe it. And... um. Yeah, I hope that answered the question. Yeah, um, I think it comes down to also. Um, I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot where I was. Uh, cons- where I heard this um, it was a few days ago. But um, somebody said, um, you know, you only care about you only care about the era you're in. You know, or you you only care. Yeah, you only care about the era you're in. Um, and I was thinking about that while you were talking, and. I don't think people care about the people that say Bad Bunny's not a rapper. Don't care about Bad Bunny at all. They just, I don't know. They just see they just see that 
and they're like, yeah, he's not a rapper. And they just want to shout out some shit. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't said this yet. Opinions are assholes, guys. Everybody has one. Um, And some people just say shit, right? And again, it's because of no barely any consequences, if any. Um, A lot of it's just lawless in some way. Uh, where people can say what they want under, you know, internet anonymity, free speech, whatever you want to call it, right? People can say what they want. But most of the time, people don't care. Like, Not to make it political, but there's a lot of issues going around in many places, and I just see opinions from people, uh, reputable people, funny enough, not even just shit posters or just uh, you know uh, a guy with an a person with an Uzi Avi, right? Not even that, but just reputable people that ha- that that give an opinion on certain current affairs topic. You don't care. You don't care. You will move on next week to whatever the fuck triggers you next. It doesn't matter to you. You don't care. But yet you want to negatively add to this conversation. Why? Tell me why. And I feel like that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of avenues that people go down. People just see something they're like, "Ugh, don't like that thing," and then chat some shit about it. It's just bitchy, and I I I find I, that's something I've tried to genuinely like. I don't tweet about it if I don't care about it. You know what I mean? Just or don't don't talk about anything you don't care about. That's actually the entire basis of my other podcast. Was good. That's that's why I do it because. Is talking about the things I care about. I don't want to talk for an hour about things I don't care about. That a lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people have careers on shit they don't really care about, but they're getting paid for it, so they talk about it. it is what it is. And you know, people people on Twitter don't get paid to do this shit. Some do, but some most of them don't. So why do they do it? For some sense of power. For 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 keyboard warrior warrior ring. People let just me, do it just to do it. Let me give a real world example of exactly what you're talking about that actually happened Go to for me. It. So towards the end of 2020, probably was, I think it was New Year's Eve, uh, sorry, Christmas Eve 2020, I tweeted out on my second account. I said, for those who experience both, which do you find more difficult, uh, anxiety or depression? And the first hour of that tweet conversation was incredible. You know, people were responding with which ones they found more you know, challenging which ones they actually coveted, the ones that they wished that they'd cycled into because the other was so hard. We were really discussing and people were like figuring out that, you know, it's okay for to like one more than the other. It really sucks that you have to experience both. Um, and they were talking about their own experiences, right? And then a prominent account came in, quote tweeted it and dragged me for making like making light or comp- the way that they, sorry, I remember the exact way they dragged me now. They made it like I was comparing depression and anxiety as if it was two hip hop Twitter albums I was comparing, like Astro yeah, World. Sports, and- yeah, made it made it into a sports topic, like. And fuck me, that got picked up because this account was prominent, and they had a lot of followers, and they had more followers than I do on my second account. And all of a sudden, I was getting fucking blasted by people who have no fucking idea what they're talking about. They don't experience these kind of things. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been blasting me. And yeah, there was half of the people were blasting me. The other half were saying, actually, we suffer from both. 
and this is our experience and we're talking about it and we're trying to have a little discussion over here. Can you just fuck off and leave us alone and like let us have this conversation? But I deleted the tweet and I reached out to the account because the account said that they were really upset. They were, it, it had triggered them and it hurt them. And I reached out to them and I said, look, I'm really sorry it triggered you. But like, why? I mean, I don't, I'm confused. And they refused to tell me why. They refused to explain their position. They refused to explain their personal circumstances that meant that they felt they needed to drag me so, so ridiculously hard that I ended up taking three months off from Twitter just because I couldn't handle the backlash. And under those circumstances, that's when it's a real freaking problem because, you know, we're trying to have a conversation over here and you've just come in and fucked it up. And I guarantee you that person did not, I, I followed that person's Twitter account for the next two months, right? And I, I watched what they tweeted. No mention of this whatsoever. No mention of it. They didn't reduce their output. They didn't change their output in any way. They never reached back out to me. They never thanked me for deleting the tweet. They never told me, I'm glad that you're not tweeting at the moment because you were triggering me so much. They were just happy that they won that conquest and then they moved on to the next one. Meanwhile, I'm struggling for three months not able to tweet, like it, it, it caused, and I'm not saying that this person or this account like caused my breakdown. I would never blame them for that. I was already in a really dark state, but certainly that was the match that lit it and I went off the rails then and I couldn't come back to Twitter. And so it's like, that's when we got into a real, that's when I kind of gave up on Twitter as a place to have any kind of discourse. I kind of detached myself emotionally entirely from any conversation I had on that that platform because I realized that people, you know, some people are acting in good faith on there. Some people definitely want to have those deep conversations and talk about things. Some people just want to be fucking contrarians and they just want to hammer you and they just want to attack you and they just want to bring you down and they just want to assault your character and blame you for all the ills of the world, you know? And so, you know, that's that's my real world example of that happening. And um, I really wish I'd known... <sighs> I wish I wish I'd known whether that person was being authentic and genuine when they said that because they clearly weren't but I wish I'd known that at the time because I never would have deleted the tweet. I never would have taken that tweet down and, and ended that discussion. I would have continued it and I would have just worn it. I would have said to those people who were criticizing me like I don't care. I do not care. We're having a good conversation over here about this. Um yeah, that was that example, man. And that account still exists. That's a, that's a prominent, they, they're way more prominent now than they used to be. And it still, still hurts me, man. It still annoys me. Um, so I'd like to finish with, um, I guess, uh, not a scenario, but I guess trying to combine some of the topics and, the, well, some of the subtopics we've um, touched upon. So I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to see beyond my personal biases, right? And I'm trying to see it objectively. So wouldn't it be, wouldn't uh, an Eminem Stan account, for example, right? Since they clearly care about Eminem, right? And I and and we're talking about people that may or may not care about the subject that they're talking about, which is the last pretty much topic we've been on for the past. 10 or so minutes is that is do you count that as just uh you know obviously the uh whether they pronounce whether they are factual with their opinions or they're factual with their facts they drop right all of that we're standing just out the window 
is the fact that they care about it enough for you to accept their uh, anonymity um, in this space, regardless of what the opinion is, regardless of whether it's factually right or wrong. Are you fine with that on that front? If they care about the topic, then is that all gravy to you? What do you mean? I'm trying to like... f- I'm trying to find a bar here. I'm trying to find a bar of like of of you know it being relatively fine. <laughs> so anonymity is okay if they really care about the topic. Is that what you're saying? Sure. No. Is that a stupid question? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a stupid question. But like again, I mean, I'm gonna need to know. I'm gonna need to know at least some level of what knowledge you have. Like, if you're debating me mm-hmm. on Eminem being the greatest rapper of all time, I'm gonna need to know how many other rappers you've actually listened to. Like on a very basic level, I'm gonna need to know what el- who else is in your top five, and don't give me Nas, Park, Biggie, and Jay. Like, give me, like, tell me the top 10. Like, you know, are you going to put Ghostface in there? Are you going to put Lupe in there? Are you going to put Doom in there? Are you going to put Andre in there? You know, it's like Rakim. So, like, just being passionate about something, just having a lot of knowledge in one particular area. And, again, I'm not going to take their opinion without knowing a little bit more about them on Eminem seriously because Eminem's got these brainwashed masses who seem to think that he's the greatest thing since sliced bread and i don't understand that like i need to know have you i need to know did you even listen to, to the eminem show and marshall mathers lp if you're telling me music to be murdered by and Re- revival are good albums i need to know that i can't even just take it as read that just because you i mean i've had eminem stands tell me that lose yourself didn't have a video charlie that's the answer to that question i've had eminem stands debate me that Lose Yourself should be on a list as number one songs without a video or songs that hit a billion without a video. I'm like, and then and then when they're wrong, objectively, they pivot into, yeah, but it, it's been off YouTube for a couple of months, so it shouldn't count. All right, man. Like, that's that's the answer to the question. Like, it, I, I can't well, assume any kind of knowledge or level of knowledge until you've exp- expressed that level of knowledge. You know, the reputation sure. still does matter. There is still, and that's part of the reason why I want to interview these hip hop Twitter accounts and I want to ask them these questions so that people know what they've listened to, you know, what, what they've thought about, how they've thought about hip hop, how they've, you know, conceptualized themselves within hip hop, how they see themselves within the genre. Do they see themselves as just someone posting hot takes? Do they see themselves with knowledge that they want to bring to people? You know, it's very important also to see how people conceptualize themselves in their own level of um of of knowledge of a topic, you know? And I think that that can tell you a lot about a person. I really do. Yeah. Um so I guess the answer is no. <laughs> like regardless if they care about it or not. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like caring about it is one thing, but um actually again being knowledgeable on a subject is the imperative thing here. Um and I get I I wonder actually does anonymity even matter on that front? Because regardless if you regardless if it just says uh uh you know Michael Owen uh uh yeah regardless if it's michael owen right it's, uh just some random name i've just plucked out of my head right shit to random this um even if it was him and it was on not a topic not like football right but on a different topic um you know who michael owen is 
Some do anyway. But let's say do. you do if you don't. If you if you don't look him up just for the just for the you know to come with us on this journey. Um, but yeah, it's, you know Michael. O- you know Michael Owen is, but he's talking on let's say just. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's talking on Ilmatic being uh twenty uh, something on uh Rolling Stone two hundred right? twenty four <laughs> twenty four on Rolling on the Rolling Stone uh list right so we don't know if Michael Owen is actually hip hop head or not hip hop head right we don't know <laughs> if he is or not <laughs> but does that does the anonymity even equate to this is is the question I'm coming towards uh, here because I feel like regardless if they are or not regardless if it's just some celebrity that we may or may not know um, they might they might be big fans they may or may you know or, or they might be big fans but haven't really you know done their due diligence as most people have not done right in the, in this overriding conversation we have I feel like most people are in that camp right? In social media circles, anyway. So, does anonymity even matter on the front of being factually correct? Does anonymity matter on the front of being factually correct? Yes, because even if it's like Michael Owen talking about Ilmatic, you're gonna need you 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 don't know whether he is knowledgeable in hip hop or not because he didn't he hasn't made his bread and butter there. But you know who he is, so technically. In some ways, does anonymity? Well, does it? I'm asking the question. Does anonymity matter then? Does it equate I mean, no to one, it? No one knows who chart data is, but everyone believes them, and I, I, I believe them. I think that's the answer. I mean, I definitely think you that's can. Point. You know, and and look, someone mentioned Mojo Magazine the other day, and um, Mojo Magazine was always great. I don't know who's behind Mojo, but like everything I read in Mojo, I'm gonna take with me into the future. You know, it's, I guess, the same with XXL and The Source. You know, I didn't know who these people were. I saw a name. But again, what's a name going to tell you? A name's not going to tell you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you're putting celebrities in the same band as brands, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're asking, like, someone like Michael Owen, I mean, now, if he's telling me whether how he feels about Illmatic, that's (laughs) that's different. I'm loving this. I'm loving this universe I've created. (laughs) But what if what if that's different? Because we all have knowledge on Illmatic. We all have knowledge in this realm. What if he's telling you who, what the greatest female rap albums from 1980 to 1985 are? Now sure. that's a different conversation. Now you do need to know something a little bit about Michael Owen. Like, has he just googled this information and he's just <laughs> like brought up someone else's list? Like. Yeah. Is he a female rap fan specifically from the 80s, the early 80s, like pre-Shantae? Like what? Now we need to know some information about this individual. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm loving this universe. This is great. This is amazing. I want to be in this universe. I want to ask my cologne about hip-hop now. <laughs> I'm just going to tweet him and just go, what do you know? <laughs> What's your hip-hop that level? Does he have? I might be able to tweet him and get a response from him. That would be great. That would be great. All right. Um... I feel, I feel, I mean, I don't think we've kind of just like answered the question overall where society is and because I mean, it's an unanswerable question and it? it's just, um, it's kind of, it kind of gets into the world of internet, uh, ethics and I'm sure there's plenty of, um, you know, white papers that have done peer reviewed research on this, on this matter, the pros and cons of anonymity um, you know, I feel like, and I feel like most people that have either grown up in social media world, like, uh, like me specifically and like you in some way, 
because um, obviously we both have experienced life without social media. Um, so, you know, we've grown into it. But obviously there's people born into it. There are people that are completely outside of it. Um, and with that, uh, people just inherently know the rules in some way, right? Um, and they just get it. You just innately get it. Um, but, you know, with that said, I feel like uh, anonymity is just, uh, you know, especially with hip-hop Twitter, um, it's, it's, it's something I'm always diligent about. I'm always just like, hmm, okay, that's a good take. Um, but, you know, uh, come at me with something different and we'll see how it goes. And, uh, you know, in some ways, reputation doesn't matter. Um, I think we've kind of established that in some way. Um, and anonymity, I mean, ethically it matters, right? Um, for, for, for a lot of people, it really matters. For a lot of people, they stake their, excuse me, they stake their lives on it, right? For whatever particular reason. But in terms of just the zooming in a bit, just for hip-hop Twitter, um, I personally would like some notion of who you are but i there's no way i'm going to i'm going to get that um unless you are comfortable with uh putting like ben has done putting his face on camera uh putting his voice on podcasts and beams um and beams. stuff like that so everyone should download beams beams is great i really like beams <laughs> stop shilling for beams <laughs> <laughs> why are you shield for beams on the YouTube, on the on the on the third verse video? I was just like, bro, why, what are you talking about beams for, bro? Beams is great. I I would do this. I'm I'm do this of my own volition. I love beams. Everyone should get beams. I want to. I really want to play that uh, Mark uh, RDC World video where they're, like, they're basically just like uh, it's uh, the uh, Mark and uh, Leland are just like a. Uh, just watching a basketball game, he's like, "Bro, you got his dick hop up in your mouth? Like, why you keep dick right in?" Oh, I really want to play that. But, um, dick eating. Actually, nowadays. instead, 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 I'll, instead, I'll play. I'll, start, I'll, play, I'll play this instead. <laughs> Send me that meme. <laughs> and on that note, we shall uh, hop on to a lighter note. If you have anything, Ben, actually, I do. Okay, go. I want to add to the third verse uh, c- uh, conversation because I feel like you lot have missed a name and that name is Mr. Lonnie Lynn, a.k.a. Common. Um, I yeah. have got... There are so many third verses from Common. I'm just like, I remember it. Like, come on, bro. It's kind of it's kind of fresh. You listen to more than hip-hop and I can catch you in the mix from Beauty to Thrift Shop. You know exactly what song I'm talking about right immediately. You know exactly what song I'm talking about. I might have failed to mention this chick was creative. Once the man got to her, she he altered her native. Told her if she got an image and a gimmick that she can make money and she did it like a dummy. Now I see her in commercials. She's universal. She used to only swing it with the inner city circle. Now she be in the burbs looking uh, looking rock and dressing hippie. And on some dumb shit when it comes to the city. You know exactly what song I'm talking about, especially if I say the last couple of lines. But I'm going to take her back, hoping that sh- the shit stop. Because who I'm talking about, you all is hip hop. You know exactly what song I'm talking about. You know exactly Legendary. what song I'm talking about. Exactly. Some days I go. I I, I love this. I I feel, I feel like this is such an underrated track. But um, I'm gonna say anyway. Some some days I take to the L to gel with the real world. Got on got on that eight. Got on at 87. Sat by this little girl. She recited raps. I forgot where they was from. In them, she was saying how she make brothers come. I started thinking, how many souls hip-hop has affected? How many dead folks this art resurrected? How many nations this culture connected? Who am I to judge one's perspective? 
though to some uh, some of that shit you'll bop to it, I ain't relating. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean I'm hating. I just want to innovate and stimulate minds, travel the world and penetrate the times, escape through rhythms in search of peace and wisdom, raps our smoke signals, letting the streets know I'm with them. For now, I appreciate this moment in time, ballplayers and actors be knowing my rhymes. Bruv, The Sixth Sense is so underrated, and that shit, that shit would, if he rapped that now, that'll be heat, but he rapped that shit in 2000. Like, get off me. And also, Book of Life. Early 90s, man. Common. It's great. It's There's so no great. third verse on the world is yours, surprisingly. There, there, there isn't. But I kind of, but the, 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 the pops doing his thing is just great, regardless. I know it's an outro technically, but that's great. And um, I'd like to uh, submit a one for just the general top ten, uh, which is um, how much a dollar cost. Because listening to that first time was, I remember that so vividly. That many votes, to be honest. I know. Guilt tripping, feeling resentment, never met a transient that demanded attention. It can be frustrated, indecisive, and power tripping. Sound emotions got me looking at the universe different. I should distance myself. I should keep it relentless. My selfishness is what got me here. The fuck am I kidding? So I'm going to tell you like I told the last bum. Crumbs, pennies, and I need all of mine. And I recognize this type of panhandling all the time. I got better judgment when I know niggas hustling. Keep in mind. He just t- he, the, the the bum says he's got at the end, bruv. Come on, like get out the fuck fuck's sake. What are we doing here? But also shout to shout to the people that said immortal technique because I I will say to this fucking day, you guys need to listen to Dance with the Devil and um oh what's the other one um what's the other one of uh, Volume Two? Fuck, it's so deep. But yeah, Dance with the Devil especially. Just fuck the first third verse, all of that, the whole thing. Fucking heart wrenching, bro. Absolutely heart wrenching. So, shout out to the people that mentioned the immortal, immortal technique because I feel like, um, actually, I'm gonna write that on the list. Immortal technique. We need to do an immortal technique one day. That'll be the. That'll be a long, depressing week, but uh, uh, that's, something, that's, something, that's something that needs to be added to the list, which I'm doing right now. Yeah, no, I like the third verse stuff. It's um, I wanted to do a video. Uh, I don't know about the video. I don't know if it's good quality or not, but fuck it, man. It's out there now. I like the I like the data set. It's a pretty cool data set. Yeah, so, with the cursor on your fucking face. Yeah, it's because I had like I'm. I, I need to get a new webcam, but for some reason my webcam won't won't like focus properly when the camera app is open. So I had to use I had to go into a Zoom meeting, and record my Zoom meeting because apparently my camera focuses really well in Zoom, and so I couldn't see the actual screen. So I was moving the cursor around. But I was moving it on a different screen, the screen I was reading the script from. So that's why it was on my face. It was really annoying. But I am um, I'm so far away from the perfectionist I used to be that I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> actually. When I was like editing it, there's no way I could do anything about it. By the time I'd recorded the whole video, I couldn't go back in and just record that four minutes. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just leaving this shit, and I want to see how many people pick up on it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I I I respect that. I respect that. Fuck it attitude, because I I I'm serious, guys. I'm never listening to last episode ever again. Like I can't deal with my laptop vocals. It hurts my soul. It burns my soul. I, I literally remember every time I fuck up, vo- like uh, editing wise, vocally. Like I just remember it. I just it, it sears my soul. I can't let go of that shit, bro. I'm not even a perfectionist, but it just it's it's such an easy standard to achieve. I genuinely believe that. I feel like if you have garbage vocals and you're doing a podcast or whatever, if you if you have a crap camera and you're doing YouTube, 
or whatever. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like, I just feel like there's a bar now, and I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, 720p total. Come on, guys. What are we doing here? Like, it's the same. Like, people bitch about laptop cameras, and you know, it, they should because they're crap. <laughs> so I got a fucking Logitech on my tit, on my on my shit right now. Like I it's necessary. New Logitech. Like yeah, it's it's necessary to get a decent webcam these days. Like the laptop ones never get the job done. Why is that? There's plenty of reasons which I can't be able to get into, but there, there's reasons for it, and that's why people just get external webcams, right? It's just ubiquitous at this point, right? Especially after pandemic times, it's ubiquitous at this point. I don't see why people don't have the same thought when it comes to having a decent mic for a bug. <gasps> excuse me, a decent mic for a podcast or a decent mic and camera for some video content. You know what I mean? It, I just feel like there's a there's an easy bar to pass. And for me, that is 1080p and solid sounding vocals, which I can't classify, but just does this sound decent to you? It does for me. So that's that's kind of where I get from. Like Even even phone, phone vocals, bro, sometimes that suffices. Sometimes, not all the time, depends on the phone. But bro, it's just I, I I don't know how people just fail on the bar, and me failing at the bar, uh, yes, last week just really pissed me off, and it really annoys the shit out of me. So, but you know, fair play to you for not giving a shit and having fun with it. So, yeah, no, I'm different. I'm different in that sense. You built you built different. You built different. I mean, look, I I I'm always I'm about speed. I'm about getting it to eighty five percent, getting it out there, and then starting the next project and getting that to eighty five percent. Bro, eighty-five percent is the fucking sweet spot. That extra fifteen percent takes enough. It takes as much time as the first eighty-five percent. It really does to get it perfect. And the the closer you get to one hundred percent, the longer it takes. Just I say eighty-five percent. Get it the fuck out there. Start the next piece of content. And look, man. Fair enough. I got a lot of followers, so. Uh, again, if you have, if you if you didn't get gauge, guys, Ben's built different. And with that said, we shall leave it there. Ladies and gentlemen, Father Fifth Fem Podcast Network. This has been Digging Digits. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Richard Taylor of The Redacted. I have been redacted of The Redacted. We hope you all have a redacted week. We shall always try and do redacted. <laughs> but until redacted, <laughs> take it easy, redacted and redacted. All right, redacted. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, perfect. Digging in Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me. Music for the show. It's a piece of mitigating some bonus points. Thanks to your off records. Feel a bit to use. Socials for the fifth element. Hit up by numbers. Bonus points and your off records will be in full show notes as well as the names of projects reviewed wherever you're listening. This has been a fifth end podcast production. Thanks for spending time with us. We shall see you next time on Digging in the Digits. <laughs>